Hi, my name's Carl Tinney, and uh, this is a, a short word to unpack the prophetic word that Tom Bloomer gave to YWAM. Um, I suppose it's about 10, 11 months ago, 10-ish months ago now. And um, a lot's happened in that time. And I know that many of you have been processing this word about pruning. Hopefully you've read the word um, that Tom wrote. And if you haven't, I would encourage you to pause right now and uh, read the document and then come back to, to where we are at this moment. Um, broadly, he's talking about the fact that God is bringing a, a pruning process to YWAM. And, and a few of the examples that he gave in there were looking at the epoch that we find ourselves in, the era um, that we find ourselves in, particularly with the pandemic. And he gives an examples about small teams um, struggling and not bearing fruit. Uh, and talking about, um, is this a time for us to think about um, cutting stuff or stopping certain ministries or kind of reframing and reformatting? And, and we thought it was really important to unpack what that means. It's very easy to just go, well, there's a small team. They're not doing very well. They've been there five years. They're, they're sowing, and, and, but they've not really seen much return. You should stop, stop that, pull resources, and, and maybe try something different. But I think this word from Tom was far more, um, far deeper than that, of just looking at the peripheral of, oh, well, this works, that doesn't work, and we should cut that and keep that. I really think that's what pruning's about. And we, we want to be able to kind of take time to really ask the Lord, um, what are you saying to us as why I'm at this time? Tom pointed out at the beginning that we are in, in an unprecedented period of history. Um, and the current pandemic is a once in a lifetime uh, situation or a moment to remake YWAM. So rather than looking at it as a negative, um, is, this, is this possibly a, a, a moment of, of, of grace for us? Um, now, I'm not saying that God has caused a pandemic. Really, don't like any of that kind of theological nonsense. Um, these things happen. We live in a world full of darkness and brokenness. But in the midst of that, God's grace and His mercy is evident. And in this time of us being able to pause and stop and um, reassess and think about who we are, what we're about, it, it, it's a remake moment. And I think that's a great word. Um, other words that have been used are reset. It's a time of reset. Um, and resetting is going back to original purpose, original design, a reconnection to original DNA. Um, and it's interesting to me that um, during the last 18 months or so, the University of the Nations has been going through a similar reset. And um, I think it was actually Tom himself who, who, who framed that as as U of N 3.0 and that's internet language and it describes a progression and evolution of of not just thinking but practice um, and an outworking of value of values uh, the internet defines um, this concept of 3.0 thinking um, as a process of moving from one worldview to another or a set of operating principles um, to an entirely new way of thinking, organising and focusing. And uh, the U of N definitely is going through that period of, of, of growth and of thinking, what is our mandate? 
are we just training Christians for Christian ministry um, or have we got a kingdom calling into the spheres um, to impact education um, and impact all of the spheres through uh, the university? And Tom has said in his paper that could we, is this, is this 3.0 thinking not just for the university nations but for WAM as a whole? Are we entering a new era? A new way of thinking and being that could um, that could change and apply to how we how we run our YWAM bases, how we plant new ministries, how we define community and mission. And, I, and myself, after being in YWAM for twenty five years, I, I, it, it feels that that is um, not only what God is doing, but what is needed. I think we are in need of a reset and a, and a, a reframing of of how we do what we do, why we do what we do and how our, our mission impacts our application. Um, where's our real focus and where's our real anointing? Particularly in this period, the, the next period that we enter into, uh, it, it could well be a new epoch. And I suppose after this pandemic, it will be a, a new epoch. Everything's changed, everything's different. And why will need to change? And the question when you think about pruning as a whole is, is you're pruning for greater fruitfulness. And the question that we need to ask before we start pruning stuff is, well, what is our fruit? What is the kind of fruit that we are wanting and aiming for? And what should it look like? You need to know that. Otherwise, you're kind of aiming um, without any kind of focus. Um, bearing much fruit, as the Bible said, is not necessarily about having a large base. Uh, I think it's very human thinking or, or owning your own property, the real YWAM aspiration. It's not even about having big schools or the largest DTSs, um, but it is about impact. It is about um, lasting change, building the kingdom of God or seeing the kingdom of God expand um, and building with gold. And so this question about how we measure fruit and and what kind of fruit are we are we bearing compared to the amount of resources that we throw into stuff? It's interesting to me that we are limited by our travel at the moment. Wyomers spend a lot of money on travel um, and it would be good for us to think about the return, the fruitful return of all the money that we spend on our travel. Um, it's a different conversation. So pruning. Um, and that was the real crux of it. I think it's important for us to kind of try to unpack that a little bit. Um, pruning is never easy. It's counterintuitive. Uh, it's You're not just cutting off dead wood. You're cutting off live branches. It feels like it's wrong. you like... Um, cutting off something that's dead makes sense, doesn't it? But but pruning is about enabling more growth or greater growth. Um, and I think as humans we resist that because it's it's not comfortable. The reality is, as a gardener, and I, you know, as a chef and, and uh, a keen gardener, I particularly like growing uh, roses and I like growing my own food and veg. Um, one prunes, a gardener prunes regularly. It's not something you don't wait for dead wood before you prune. You you prune regularly on a yearly basis. And, and in the case of roses, you prune twice a year. Um, it's regarded as, as normal practice, as normal life. It shouldn't be a shock to us. And this pruning idea, is, it is a biblical concept and, and it should apply to our ministerial lives as well. Um, it's about greater fruitfulness. It's not about death. Um, sometimes it does include death. So it's normal and, and, and healthy. But Tom suggested in his paper that pruning could also mean 
um, some of our endeavours. It's not just about our operating locations. And the reality is we don't just want to look at small teams that aren't bearing fruit. We should look at big teams that aren't bearing fruit as well. This word applies to all of us, no matter what your size. Um, but it's pruning our projects and our ministries and our endeavours and our focuses, our schools, our ways of operating. Um, it might also mean, and I put this as a suggestion, that it, it's a pruning of our ethos, a pruning of our practice. This, If this is indeed a remake for YWAM, it might mean that our focus and our flavour looks a little bit different into this new period. Who knows? These are things that we're waiting on the Lord to speak to us in this season. And these, this season of prayer that we're in right now is really important for that. Uh, so perhaps this is YWAM 3.0. Perhaps we're entering YWAM 3.0. And remember Tom's question is, is God doing a reset within YWAM? Uh, to bring us into a new era of fruitfulness. I think that's the prayer on our hearts. Uh, we're not wanting some kind of little mini police forces to be developed to go around Europe, finding which bases aren't kind of pulling their weight, or which ones are struggling, or which ones are small and haven't done anything in 10 years. That's not really what this word is about. Um, pruning is a process. It calls for relational accountability. Um, high trust, fear of the Lord, and a lot of time waiting on God and, and discerning his directional voice. It's done in relationship and, and staying close to God's leading. Um, we don't rush into pruning. It's, it needs to be done by someone that knows what they're talking about. Um, so questions to consider. And I will finish on that in that place. Um, what is our fruit? So alongside ministries that might need to be pruned or closed, is YWAM's worldview being pruned as well? Is our operating structure um, or well-oiled mythology being pruned to help us to be more effective in this next epoch of history? Sorry, my computer just died then. Um, and all of this prayer is the key in seeking and discerning guidance from the, from the Lord. And this takes time. It cannot be rushed. This is a monumental period in Wyoms history, as it is for the world in general. It's an opportunity for reset and reflective change. Could this be the making of the way for YWAM 3.0? Either way, we should not be so quick to go back to normal. I don't think God is asking us to go back to the way things were to embrace this new period of, his, of history and, and, and to know what God is asking YWAM to be and to do in this period. What is our, um, our, our anointing and our, our focus? God is gently asking us to make pruning a healthy part of our culture. And pruning is normal. When it's done wisely, it enables more growth. This could, could be connected to yearly reviews, goal setting, allowing people that we trust to ask us difficult questions. In the end, it's God who is the master gardener. Um, and the question is, will we let him do this work in our lives? Fruitfulness could be connected to our strategic impact in the spheres. If we're called to disciple the nations, which we talk about a lot as YWAM, um, what does that really mean? And how are we preparing people or our students to be influential within the spheres? Our wiring bases are probably not going to disciple within the spheres, um, but the people discipled and trained in our bases 
will leave us and go on into those spheres and be transformational, be kingdom builders. These might be the ones that are the true change makers. And maybe we are, um, God is looking to, to want to trust us for, for that short period where we, where we train and disciple um, world changers and then let them go. Who knows? There's lots of questions there and things for us to kind of contemplate. We're really grateful to Tom for bringing this word. I think it's, it's really proved to be accurate and timely. Um, but make sure you take time as you're in your leadership teams to, to consider some of these questions, but to not jump to the answers too quickly, but to really um, be God-led and, um, and, and have your eyes open to this remaking, this reformatting, this resetting. Um, the future will look very different from the past. Um, hopefully it will look even better. God bless you, and uh, hopefully this has been helpful for you.